Champions do extras. They sweep the shed. They follow the spearhead. They keep a blue head. They are good ancestors. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 9. Today I'm just feeling super inspired, so I'm going to go off on a rant um, of my own. I just finished reading the book Legacy by James Kerr, which is essentially about the All Blacks, uh, the rugby team. Uh, It talks about the All Blacks' dominance um, in the sport of rugby. Um, So the All Blacks actually have a 75% win rate in international games um, in their last 100 matches, which is the highest number by any team in any sport, full stop. So, um, so yes, obviously they're going to have some sort of secret source to offer us, or at least some lessons in leadership, in, uh, in teamwork, in, um, in life in general. So, so this book is called Legacy by James Kerr. I would highly recommend everyone who's listening to this podcast, everyone who's, you know, um, aspiring to be a, a leader one day. Um, and just if you, just even if you're involved in any kind of teamwork, I would, absolutely recommend this book. Uh, it's called Legacy. You can check it out on Amazon, um, Book Depository, and, and your main kind of um, online shops. So this episode, I'm just going to go on a rant, as I've mentioned, um, about my kind of reflections um, after reading this book on my um, uh, on my own kind of aspirations and, and just my thoughts on leadership and how you can be a good leader in your 20s. So how to be a good leader in your 20s? My short answer is good is be a good follower. As a business professional in my 20s, I aspire to one day be in a position to lead a team of people and align them with a singular vision. I aspire to have a corner office, a comfy chair, a nice view, um, a, loyal, a, a loyal team in a dynamic work culture, all of that. I aspire to uh, to offer a vision that my teammates will rally around. As such, I've paid special attention over the last eight years or so to the intricate details that make up a leader figure in any organ- organization or team setting. More specifically, I focus on the 20-something-year-olds. I've observed graduate school teams, sporting teams, social groups, discussion groups, and of course, workplace teams. I found a very specific set of skills which enables the 20-something group to become the leader in an environment where everyone else also aspires to be dominant. As a MBA graduate in 2015, I was very fortunate to be a part of a winning team of a global consulting challenge. Um, the HALT Impact Challenge is what it's called. The solution performed by our team was to be implemented by Philips, um, the electrical company. Obviously, the, they do a lot more than electrical uh, these days. But, um, yeah, so Philips is uh, the corporate solution that we dis- uh, that we decided to deliver on. Um and essentially, uh, I'll just kind of summarize uh, what our solution was. It, it's basically um, part of Philips's sustainability model to better utilize their lighting resources in kind of a circular economy type model where they're, um, they're, they're using refurbished parts to basically build new, new lighting. And we found a market that they can utilize and deliver um, this solution to. 
Um, anyway, our team worked together for a full year to come up with the solution, and we went through the typical forming, storming, norming, and performing stages. Being the youngest and least experienced member of the team myself, I made a conscious effort to observe the dynamics while working with five of the more intellectual individuals in the team, uh, four of whom were on the on the MBA deans list um, for that year. I was surprised to see that the person who took the leadership role in the program was not someone that we consciously elected into the leadership position, nor was he someone that the rest of us placed on the pedestal for his intellect, charisma, or popularity. On the contrary, this was someone who did the simple things right and rendered the best quality and fullest quantity in every team activity that he took part in. So this was um, this was a guy by the name of Alvaro Santos. Um, shout out to Alvaro if you're listening, mate. Uh, Alvaro would literally go around the table in any team discussion and ask ideas from everyone else while hardly ever contributing any of his own. His contributions uh, consisted basically of, uh, hey, Reed, what do you think of Carlos's idea? Or what would you do to improve Tariq's solution? In essence, his approach was to build on other people's ideas as opposed to having his own voice being heard. As, a, uh, as the old saying goes, leaders build other great leaders. Great leaders build other great leaders. Um, effectively, Alvaro was a great follower. He would follow every single idea and try to find the value in them. As a result, it got to a point where the whole team turned, whole team would turn to him for the validation of each idea that was put forward. Alvaro was indirectly voted team leader. From my experience in working in um, uh, work groups, university teams, sports teams, and not-for-profit projects, there are some habits um, and traits that I've seen illustrated from Alvaro and other leaders like him that I have been fortunate to work with. So I'm sharing them here. Number one is be on time and come prepared. Discipline is difficult. Everyone knows this. But by maintaining discipline, it gives you credibility. Be the person in the team who doesn't get thrown off by delays and distractions. Number two, set an agenda. Work with teammates to agree on an agenda for every single meeting. Be assertive about that agenda. Your teammates will notice the increased productivity. Number three, take responsibility. Own up to your own mistakes your own statements and your own false assumptions. Commit yourself to team tasks and give credit where it's due. Number four, avoid pettiness. It's easy to get sucked into team politics. Stay above this and help other teammates do the same. Number five, include all, exclude none. In team discussions, ensure everyone is getting a chance to participate. There will invariably be larger personalities than others. Demonstrate equality by prompting the softer spoken individuals to share their thoughts. Number six, build on team ideas before proposing your own. Become a strong leader by first being a good follower.